Hey guys, Dingo here. Welcome to today's episode of the Saffron Academy podcast. This is going to be a bit of a shorter episode where we'll be onboarding and introducing a new member of the Saffron marketing team, Zach. Zach's got an interesting story of how he got into crypto, and we'll also discuss the importance of holding. You'll be able to get to know him a bit more over the course of this episode, and going forward, he'll be helping me do future podcast interviews, marketing materials, production pieces, and so much more. I'm really excited for everyone to get to know Zach. Let's get to it. Hey guys, this is Dingo here, and I'm joined today uh, with Zach. Zach is someone who has been helping us out from behind the scenes a little bit here, uh, but now he's able to transition and join us full time. So I'd like to take this opportunity to just introduce listeners and, you know, let's call them the Saffron Faithfuls um, that have been with us for a while to Zach. So Zach, man, how are you doing? I'm good, Dingo. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, just a lot, a lot of stuff going on recently. We've been rolling out some governance stuff, uh, getting everything kind of squared away with that. A lot of really exciting things are going on with Saffron. We're, we're really starting to, uh, starting to kind of push towards more decentralization and kind of like turning stuff over to the community, which is kind of both scary and also exciting at the same time, you know, because <laughs> there's a lot of really cool stuff going on. Definitely. Very cool. So why don't we just start from maybe the, the square one? Like, why don't we just let people know kind of who you are? Give me like a little bit of the elevator pitch um, so people can kind of get to know you a little bit better. Uh, my name is Zach. Uh, I've been working with the Saffron team a little bit here and there. Uh, and obviously, I love everything uh, that you guys are doing. Um, and the team is just as awesome as, as the product is. Um, and so I think we're kind of taking this opportunity to, uh, introduce myself to the rest of the community. Cause I'm going to be coming on board and, uh, helping you guys a little bit. Um, definitely one of my expertises is video production. Uh, I was into crypto back, uh, in, in its infancy, let's say, you know, it was kind of like 2013 or so. Um, and then that was like, I was right out of college. Uh, so it was really cool. Uh, but I wasn't so much into it in terms of like a career path or anything. Um, and I worked a lot on different movie sets, uh, et cetera, for about, I don't know, it was about six years or so till I kind of started getting bit a little bit by the, by the crypto bug again. Uh, you know, it's a little hard to avoid too, no matter what, um, what business you're in. Uh, so, you know, I'd be working on some of these TV shows or movies or whatever. People would start mentioning it to me. Do you know anything about it? I said, yeah, I, I know about it. I used to dabble in that a little bit. Um, and, you know, as the years progressed, I heard it more and more. And obviously, as the price goes up of stuff and more products come out, more people uh, will ask about it because they knew I knew what I was talking about. And next thing you know, my, my phone is like every production person I know is texting me about crypto and Bitcoin and DeFi. Um, so, you know, I kind of decided to get a little bit back into it. And that's where, you know, I was taking a look at different products and stuff and stumbled across Saffron. You know, as I'm sure, you know, people in crypto, it's like, there's just so many different products and there's so many different things going on in the world that you can sit there for hours and kind of look at the different happenings, different companies that are popping up, different technologies. It's like every other day there seems to be something new and groundbreaking. 
Um, mm-hmm. But the Saffron team was just so cool, you know, and I thought that I could really bring some value with just some like video production consulting, et cetera. And it's been a really great match so far. So I'm really looking forward to uh, being a part of the team and, you know, kind of taking it from here. Yeah, we're definitely excited to have you kind of coming on board in a more uh, uh, full-time capacity and really kind of digging deep in that sort of stuff. Uh, Lord knows I could use the help. So I'm <laughs> more than <laughs> grateful to have, you know, yeah. to expand our team a little bit here, man. It's really exciting. Um, yeah, well, well, you're a hell of a one-man band, I, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I appreciate the compliment. <laughs> but I'm, I'm glad to have a second person coming on board. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, so I what I find super fascinating about your story is when you kind of knew about Bitcoin and all that since kind of like almost not quite its like inception, but a few years after that, like in 2013, you know, you were talking a little bit before we started recording, just sort of your what it was like, kind of how it felt a little maybe undergroundy or like like this new movement coming up and like people are whispering about it and how different that is compared to today, where you know you have the mainstream news talking about it almost every day. Um, tell us a little bit, you know, like what that was like. I mean, what, what was it like initially for you guys? Uh, surreal, really. I mean, it, <laughs> if I had to put one word on it, it would be surreal because, you know, it feels very kind of like underground uh, when you're working on something that you see has the potential to, really changed the landscape yet no one else really seems to either take it seriously or even know what it is. Um, and then, you know, I started to see a couple of things, particularly back then, like, uh, I would go to these meetups at the Bitcoin center on wall street. I had a couple of friends that would go there and I think it was then when I realized like, Oh wow, this really, this is not just like a get rich quick scheme. This is really, a scene, you know, like there were people, uh, shouting out, like auctioning Bitcoin. It was like, it was like a live marketplace. You know, I had, there was one guy who was swearing that he's never, he'll never use a bank again. He only uses Bitcoin. And, uh, it, it was, it was bizarre really. Uh, but at the same time, it also legitimized it because first of all, you have a space on wall street, you know, Lord knows it's not cheap to, to get that and you just have all these people around there wasn't really like an objective but it was very much just like hey if you're interested in crypto you're interested in bitcoin uh come show up here and i believe they had charlie lee the creator of litecoin come speak there one time uh it was really cool but at the same time you know you see stuff like that and then it's like well no one's taking this seriously and then you also have the whole meme side of it of people saying you know when moon and stuff like that and so uh, it was. It, it was such a weird world. And then you flash forward to today, and you have you know all these institutions talking about it, and governments either regulating or not regulating it. And I have to say, it's just surreal that jump in what is essentially a, a pretty short amount of time. We've gone from something that people would either scoff at or laugh at, and surely some still do, but uh, you know. I would say the heavy majority don't now and really recognize that this is a technology, particularly DeFi, that can revolutionize the landscape of finance. Yeah, uh, it's I, I can't imagine. I mean, because I really, you know, I've been aware of Bitcoin 
for over a decade now, but I only really started paying attention to it over the past probably three years, four years. And then I only really started like investing into it in the past two. So it, it's, it is pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love that you have that perspective because I feel like, you know, you can really sort of relate to some of these people that we're going to have on here in the coming months that have been quote unquote, some of the OGs in the sector. Um, but I also understand that you have sort of a harsh uh, lesson to impart onto people as well in terms of holding. Do you, are you comfortable with sharing some of that sorrow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, I mean, obviously, I'm sure there are a lot of people wondering, they're like, oh, okay, this guy was an early adopter and he was, <laughs> into, he was into crypto super early and then suddenly he's like in another career path. What's that about? Um, so, you know, the thing is, back to kind of those memeing, uh, that memeing side of it was, you know, people, it, it was so easy to just sit there and refresh the price of Bitcoin, as I'm sure it is still now, too. But, you know, back then it was affordable. So all these people were putting in their capital. And, you know, I was working on on some crypto projects back then, too. And it's like, when is this going to explode? When is this going to be a real career? When is this going to, you know? X, Y, or Z. And, you know, when I was into it, I mean, if you look, you know, from 2013, you know, I, I think there was like one or two spikes or something like that, but really it didn't do that much significant or rather it didn't do anything we were looking for it to do in 2013 mm -hmm. till a good four years later. Um, and, you know, I had a really good opportunity to work uh, behind the scenes in, in the entertainment industry. And, uh, you know, I did a little reality TV, regrettably. And uh, then I, I went from that and I started working in production. And the thing is, when you're working as a production assistant, uh, particularly in New York City, it's very, uh, it's not a great paying job. It is minimum wage and it's a very expensive place to live. So I had all this crypto and, you know, slowly but surely, you know, there was a period of time where I was trying to hold. And of course, you know, like I said, it wasn't really doing anything. So, uh, I, listen, I'll be the first to tell you maybe I lost a little faith. And also at the same time, maybe it was a little of that. Maybe it was I got to pay some bills, you know. And that's the thing is like it, it was just kind of like this hibernation that Bitcoin was going through uh, during that period of time. And so I was using it to help supplement supplement my income so you know kind of by the time that we're reaching you know i'll flash forward a little bit by the time that we're reaching you know like 2017 and i'm working on sets and i'm starting to hear these whispers again people saying oh you know bitcoin this and did yeah. you see you know i didn't really <laughs> want to hear about it i gotta be honest with you because i was like i was like yeah well i know if i had held on guess what i wouldn't be here making minimum wage you know and you know, then i go into another room and they Bitcoin is eighteen hundred dollars. I was like, oh, I gotta get the fuck out of here. So yeah, it was like it. It was really tough to have that foresight, and I think everyone can pretty much, uh, everyone who was into it back then can can empathize because you know there are people who had it at a dollar who, when it went to five, sold, and the people who had it at five, they sold when it went to ten, and the people who had it at ten, you know, when it went to even a thousand they probably sold. You know, it's really hard to tell what's going to happen next, you know? And so I try to rely on that and take solace in that as much as I can. But it started, it, it was undeniable, I think, because at a certain point, 
you are uh, in the crypto space. And then at a certain point, you're not in the crypto space, but you're realizing that the crypto space is becoming undeniable because you're hearing it in places that are not necessarily like I wasn't working at Morgan Stanley. You know, I was on set of a TV show and people are talking about crypto. So it was really interesting to start. <laughs> I mean, it was painful. Don't get me wrong. But it was really interesting to see how this is not staying in some dude's basement. You know, this is going uh, kind of mainstream and other people are talking about it. People started to ask me about it and they said, oh, well, you know, Zach knows about crypto. The next thing I knew... I'm like the crypto guy on set. Meanwhile, I owned none at the time. And I was like, oh my God. And they're like, well, what do you think I should do with this? I'm like, don't ask me. But what I would tell them, and I still maintain this, is buy what you're, and this is not financial advice for anybody, but buy, like my take on it as someone who sold is I try to buy what I can and just not look at it and put it away and hold it because Lord knows I didn't do that last time. So, yeah, well, I think that's, you know, it's a lesson that a lot of people learn. And I think that it's also, I think it's hard to fault you for doing what you did at the time (laughs) you did, because of course hindsight is 2020, but you know, for God's sakes, Mm -hmm. like I'm sure people back then, even if they believed in Bitcoin couldn't hypothesize that, you know, within five years, you know, it's going to be you know within spitting distance to a hundred thousand dollars. I'm sure they they thought it would be at some point, but like this time frame is is so ridiculous when you think about it. Yeah, it's definitely a crazy time frame for sure. Yeah. So, what can people look forward to from you as you get more closely integrated into the community and the team with Saffron here? Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm always going to be helping. Uh, behind the scenes, anything people need help with uh, in terms of like marketing and PR and stuff like that, you know, that's something that uh, I think we've been able to uh, kind of do a good job of so far, but I think that there's always room to excel and, and do an even better job. Uh, so really in any capacity that I can bring that level of high tier production experience to the Saffron team, Uh, I think is something that I'm going to enjoy bringing. And I also think that, you know, it's going to benefit the protocol. It's going to benefit the community. And whether that's, uh, you know, interviewing some of these personalities, which I really look forward to. And, uh, you know, one of the things in in production you learn very quickly, particularly with some of these actors, but even the crew members, is there are some big personalities, right? (laughs) There there are some... uh, I wouldn't say wackos, but there are some difficult people. There are some eccentric people. Um, And, you know, one of the things that I really learned to do was to get the best out of people and just uh, make them comfortable and make sure that, you know, what we're looking towards is creating the best product possible. And I really want to bring that to whether it be the interviews, because I know me and you were kind of going to be tackling that. between the two of us, it's going to be divided, which I'm really looking forward to. Uh, so I look forward to bringing that. But then also, you know, listen, I'm in California. We've got some some cool different settings that we're going to um, start shooting some videos in as well. Uh, we have a lot of things in, in the works. And, um, you know, I just think that with something as, um, as game-changing uh, 
as the Saffron Protocol, there's really so much content that you can create to get people's eyes looking at us. And I also think, you know, anyone knows this who Googles or YouTubes or whatever, you know, whatever you use to be looking up, you know, information about crypto or about DeFi. You know, there's a sea of stuff out there. And really, my goal is to make sure that when people are looking up DeFi protocols, when they're looking up certain things, you know, we want Saffron to be what they click on. We want Saffron Academy to be the most interesting thing they click on. And that when they do click on it, they're happy they did. And they feel like, hey, I've, this was great. You know what I mean? Like, just to sum it up in kind of a, a more succinct way, like, I want people to walk away thinking that was a great video. And either I learned from it, or I liked the guy who was on camera, or whatever it is. You know, I think that that's kind of our goal, and certainly my goal and mission to bring value to Saffron, that we can make that kind of top-tier content that other people who may or may not have seen Saffron otherwise are going to become interested in, in the product and the protocol uh, as a result of that. Well, Zach, this sounds really exciting. I'm really excited to see you know what you got and what you can bring to the team. And I know a lot of the community is really excited and looking forward to meeting you. So yeah, we'll be actually turning the reins over to you for the next episode of the Saffron Academy podcast. Um, and yeah, what, tell us a little bit about that episode. What, what can we look forward to? Uh, yeah, it's it's going to be awesome. Uh, you know, I'm going to have the opportunity to to speak to Mike Henley of DeFi Omega, which is an absolutely awesome uh, organization. Um, and honestly, an, an even cooler guy. Like, I really, uh, really like Mike. And um, listen, I think it's going to be a great opportunity to uh, introduce myself to the community in terms of what I can do. And uh, also, I think we're just going to have a, a, a great interview that is going to be entertaining, but also informative for, for everyone. Okay. Well, Zach, thank you so much again for joining us. And we will be for sure hearing a lot more of you in the future. Awesome. I can't wait. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. If you've enjoyed this podcast, be sure to go and rate us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Saffron Finance underscore. We also have communities on Discord and Telegram, and you can find the links to those in the show notes. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you.